Hello. Happy Sunday. Welcome to the Sunday check-in. Um, if you're listening to this, that means you support the podcast and me on Patreon, and I could not be more grateful. Thank you so much. I love this little community we're growing. Um, and I always do these Sunday check-ins. They're not edited. So just a reminder, you're going to hear me drink coffee. Um, you guys, I'm actually, here's some BTS. I'm recording this on Saturday because we are heading down to the city, to Chicago for a staycation at the Ritz where uh, my husband and I were married 10 years ago. We celebrated our 10-year anniversary on Thursday. And, you know, we're like, what could we do? We had like grand plans to go to Paris and, you know, then just life. And I'm like, well, I don't know how that would happen because I don't know with an eight, six and three-year-old if Paris is the right choice. Um, And then to leave them all for us to go is hard to find, you know, you know, you guys know, you know the deal. Um. And so then we're like, okay, what's the second best thing? If it's not Paris, it's going to (laughs) be 15 minutes away in Chicago. Um, It'll be good. It'll be interesting to have, I think, a hotel with kids is always, (laughs) I've had a hard no hotel room rule actually, because I think think hotels with kids is like hell on earth, but I think they're old enough. I mean, the three-year-old is dubious, but knock on wood, that sleep is going going to be okay. I don't know, you guys. It's one night. I can do it for one night, but normally I'm like no hotel room with kids. Like that's why we always try to rent a house if we go on vacation because, ugh, then you're just stuck. Then you're stuck. If you're all inside, you're all inside. If you want to be outside, you all have to be outside. So Anyway, I'm rambling. I did not come on here to talk about hotels. Um, man, you guys, 10 years. So I've been married 10 years. Um, and it's pretty wild because I was looking at, you know, wedding photos and seeing what I could post just to share on social media. And we're going through our wedding album. And I... I'm going to be like super honest. So I, um, of course, I, I loved our wedding and I loved getting married. I'm very lucky that I love my husband more today than I did on our wedding day. I think that that's like the best case scenario. But when I look at our wedding photos, I can't help but remember that I was hung over the morning of my wedding. And wow, that is not how I thought it would go. You know, when I think about getting married, when I thought about getting married growing up and in my 20s, I did not think I would be hungover on my wedding day. Hold on, I have to take a a drink of coffee. I, um, let's see. So when we got married, I was 32. Um, you guys, I, for the rehearsal dinner, it was just a lot of drinking. Um, and I don't, I wasn't prepared for like, you know, seeing everyone I love all together. Like it felt like a big party. And I obviously did not even, I wasn't like, no, hey, you can't 
don't drink so much right now because you're gonna you're getting married tomorrow. Like be be all you know, all of the rules and all of the I just didn't have that that night. And this is the trick of alcohol, right? It doesn't matter if you're getting married tomorrow. Alcohol doesn't fucking care. It doesn't. And so, oh man, it's just kind of a dark cloud that hangs over that day for me and always has. Um, and you know, I, I did feel, I felt fine by the time, you know, by the time, even I think by the time we were taking photos, cause I think our wedding was like at five. Um, and so then we had photos and everything beforehand and I t- totally, I, I felt fine, but I remember waking up and, you know, I had plans to like stay in the room with my best friend, Katie, and like, we could have that just like that, you know, that night before the wedding, like, ugh, it's just, it's like a heartbreaking, it's heartbreaking for me to, to think back at, yeah, how I invited alcohol into my wedding celebration. And I know that that's not, it's, I'm not special in that. That's not rare. Um, but it's just, it's just pretty crazy when you think about these like monumental moments and these like very significant milestones in your life that if, if and when alcohol is involved, like it doesn't care. And I know that that sounds stupid. Like, of course, alcohol doesn't care. But like, we're not immune to alcohol and its effects, even on milestone events. Like they can still, it could still ruin a milestone event. And it didn't ruin my wedding, but it definitely ruined my, the night before my wedding and that morning waking up and feeling you know, all of the things that we feel like I felt like, oh my God, how did I let this happen? Like I was just in that. I didn't wake up being like, oh yeah, I'm getting married today. I woke up feeling shame about what I had let happen the night before and getting drunk. And okay, now I have to sneeze. You guys, this is the Like I said, not edited. I could talk about a horrible moment and be like, "Hold on, sneeze." Um, I don't know. And and I'm I'm sharing this. It's funny because I well, it's not funny, but I I think that this was when I look back at like my most what I feel maybe most shame about as far as drinking. Other than I would say the last night. Um, my last night drinking when I, when I had to have nursed my baby and I don't remember, um, because as you guys know, if you've listened to the podcast and stuff, my drinking really, um, I'm going to say that I was 80%, uh, 80% successful at moderation in motherhood, right? Um, which is why it's so hard, which is, I think that the more successful quote unquote you are at moderation, the harder that is, um, because then you're just staying in the gray and and it's just this constant battle. 
Um, but I didn't, you know, I, I was never drunk around my kids and that, that just isn't my story. But I think that that just highlights that it doesn't matter if that's not like you're still in the hell. I was still in the hell of it because I'm still trying to control an, an uncontrollable, very addictive substance. But yeah, I, I think probably like my biggest regret around drinking is that the night before my wedding. And I, it's not like I made a fool of myself. It's not, you know, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything when I was drunk that I regret. I don't look back and think like, oh my God, what, what happened? What did I do? Nothing like that. It wasn't that. It was just me having fun, quote unquote fun, um, with my family and with friends I hadn't seen in years. And like to have everyone, I just wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared to for the idea and the feeling of having everyone I love in one spot. And back then I thought that, you know, drinking was additive. I thought that, well, of course we have to do this. We have to drink. And it's just, oh man, it so highlights that it's just not additive. And that it just steals. It just steals it. Like how much better would it have been if alcohol, if I didn't invite alcohol into that situation and then I got to actually have meaningful connections and conversations with friends I love who I hadn't seen in years who came to celebrate me and my family members and, and you know, now my dad's gone and I look at those pictures. Um. And I, I know, you know, now it's like the disclaimer, like, yeah, hindsight 2020 and all that bullshit, but still we, we have regrets and, and I think that it's important to talk about them. And then really like, I've had to mourn it and I've had to be sad about like what I lost that night and the opportunity that I lost for connection and for connection with my best friend of at that point, 32 years who we had talked to, you know, we had talked about getting married our whole lives and played, played bride and all of that stuff. And then I lost that with her, like having that night before and with my mom being able to have that night before, you know, just all of that stuff that that you think about and what the the night before the wedding is going to be. And and for me, it's just, I, I lost it. I lost it to alcohol. And um, I have to actively try when I look at those photos. I don't, I don't look at it and, and, and think about the wedding. Now I look at it and think about the marriage. Um, because the marriage is what, is I mean life giving and and sustains me and 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 that always makes me feel better. It's like, well, I would rather have you know if you had to choose, okay, I'd rather have a shitty wedding night before the wedding than like a a hard marriage, right and not I'm not saying that it's not been hard um but I mean that our marriage is strong and healthy and happy and loving and all of those things. And so what has come out of the wedding is amazing. But it's so hard for me to look at wedding those wedding photos and not think about what I lost to alcohol. Um, 
I just wanted to share that with you guys. I I don't know. I don't know if I have like a, 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 you know, a wrap up to be like, you know, but here's why I'm glad it happened that way. I'm not glad it happened that way. I'm not. It just, it just to me highlights everything that alcohol can steal and that it doesn't fucking care. Alcohol doesn't care. Um, if you're getting married the next day, alcohol doesn't care if you have to get behind the wheel. Alcohol doesn't care if you're married. Alcohol doesn't care if you could lose your job. Um, it just doesn't fucking care about us. Didn't care about me. Doesn't care about you. Just does its thing. And, uh, I guess in sharing this, I want to make sure that you know that if you have some heartbreaking losses like this, and when you look back on your story and you have those deep regrets, um, just that you're not alone and that, you know, I can share my beautiful wedding photos and my beautiful wedding dress and I can, I can share those on social media and, uh, and I could choose not to tell the story behind it. And, and how I felt that morning and everything that happened that night before. And I don't, I don't share that on social media because it's, it's, it's just not the place, right? But this, I think is the place to share that. And I wanted to share that with you here. Um, yeah, just know you're not alone in that alcohol has stolen precious things from you. You're not alone. And the good news is, I guess, that we it doesn't have to anymore. We don't have to let it in. We don't have to invite it. Because our all of our good intentions, all of our rules, all of our guardrails, all of our boundaries, alcohol doesn't give a fuck. It doesn't. And it's going to do its thing. No matter how strong we are. No matter what we have planned no matter how precious the time is to us, it doesn't fucking care. So um, it's been way better for me not to even invite it because it's, dude, it's stolen way too much from me. So I hope this helps, guys. I know this isn't the most uh, uplifting Sunday check-in, but I felt it, 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 it was on my heart to share. And so I wanted to do that. I hope it helps you as you go into maybe the first week of summer. This is our first week of summer. And uh, yeah, we're just not going to let alcohol steal anymore. It's a fucking asshole, guys. We're not going to invite it along. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go get ready. And uh I hope that we have a great week. I'm looking forward to our meeting on Tuesday. And um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making this a safe space for me to share all of this stuff, guys. I, I cannot say thank you more and how much I appreciate you and this space. So thank you and happy Sunday.